The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, December 9th, 2023. And today on the Cigar Authority, the seven deadly sins of the cigar industry. What to do, what not to do, or you will be punished one way or the other. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. What the hell have you gotten yourself into over there? Ah, we'll see. It's gluttony, one of them. (laughs) I think he's looking forward to the spanking. He (laughs) smiled when he said it. Uh, you're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 14th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. We got Brian Charles cookies out there. Yeah. Those are for anybody who wants to try it. Those are from Brian Charles from Bangkok, Thailand. I just Mr. Thank- Jonathan's favorite place. I just thanked him on Rumble. All right. He's there. And yes. uh, I also, I'd like to give a shout out to my fucking friend. Here we go. Nick, uh, who gave us these bomb coffee mugs that from yeah. fucking good coffee. Yeah. And on the front, it says, you're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Here we go. So, Here, hold on. Let me try to Lots of presents. zoom in on that. Mr. Jonathan loves presents. I even shared the cookies, though. Admit it. I, I you did. did. You did. Isn't it weird holding stuff up there? It goes in backwards. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, we look at it backwards. Is that what it is? Well, we want to do the opposite. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, beautiful. And... Um, so, yeah, on here he printed, you're tasting some smoke, you farking asshole. Um, farking? Farking, right? Yeah, far-king, you, got a, you had an R in okay, because there is a one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, when I think of that, it's the Bill Burr drop, obviously, what it is. But Johnny Dangerously, you ever see that movie? No. You never did? You, you saw it? Mm-hmm. Oh. So there's this guy that messes up the English language. You probably want to watch it because it's maybe me. <laughs> Maybe. And, and, and they, they say it about him. They say he destroys the English. That's why he went to federal prison it's for based destroying on the English. a true story. It, it is. But um, he says, you fucking ice hole. Ice hole. When he yells at people. An ice fucking hole. ice hole. Okay. Those that listen to Johnny Dan- that saw Johnny Dangerously, really good movie, by the way. All six of you. You are all nodding your head in agreement right now. Nah, it was a good movie. Really good. Okay, let's do it. Let's light up. All right, Dave. Today's first cigar is the Christoph Vengeance Robusto. It is manufactured in the Dominican Republic for Christoph Cigars. The size we're smoking is a 5x50. It is wrapped in a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. The binder is Indonesian, and the fillers are both Dominican and Nicaraguan. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. A single is $9.69, and a box of 20 is $170.99, dropping the single price down to just $8.55 on Two Guys Cigars. 
the website that is hosted on the intranets. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try Two Guys Cigars, our website that is hosted on the internet. And this is why we're doing this episode, because we knew we were doing the cigar, mm-hmm. and I did Seven Deadly Sins, and I'll get into that. Uh-huh. Why that. Also, this is maybe your last chance to buy the Unfinished Foot, because they're going to stop that Unfinished uh-huh. Foot thing. Yeah, I'm glad they're stopping Yeah. That. So uh, you're going to see some changes with Kristoff, and they begin immediately. So we'll see how that goes. Right now, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. You know, everywhere... On the Perdomo literature, it says tradition, quality, and excellence. Yeah. Yeah. They messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, I, I wrote that thing a long time ago. It was approved, and I just went with it. I don't know. It sounds, I like the way yours sounds. Okay. I think you own it. Yeah. And quality, tradition, and excellence. Yeah. So maybe they make. Nick, you're listening. I know you are. Make the change on your website. <laughs> Have your guy. Yeah. Just just switch those words around. And, and it'll we'll, be we'll better. Get, yeah, we'll get in uniform together. Yeah. I uh, like it. It'll work out better. All right. This is a nice one because this is a good one for the holidays for somebody to buy this somebody. A, this is a great little gift lighter here. This is called the Matrix by Vertigo featuring a flip top push button action with three jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank. At the bottom, you have a flip-out bullet punch and easy adjustment along with a fuel window on the front, all for the low price of $49.99. That is The Matrix by Vertigo. Did you see Mike that works downstairs? He came up one day smoking a cigar, and he did the um, mustache. Did you see it? No. It's a new way of smoking a cigar. I'm, 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 I'm going to no. hold off on that to the, to the group. Because we'll do it on the show, maybe the Christmas show or the something. The mustache? The mustache. All right. Maybe the mustache ride. <laughs> It'll be the mustache ride. I'm very uncomfortable yeah. with <laughs> you, you making double entendre jokes. I don't know how I feel about that. All right. I am glad the unfinished foot is going to stop, too, because... Uh, the really, I like the I like the idea of the unfinished foot because you do get a boost of that wrapper flavor and broadleaf is nah, it's a mess on the sweet side. The downside is you burn holes in your clothes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they owe me lots of shirts, right? Yeah, it makes a mess of yeah. the car. I don't, I can't smoke this I, in the car. I have, I have, and I've paid the price. Um, so Rudy says you seem jovial today. Cookies, morning cookies. <laughs> cookies. All right. Morning cookies did it. So um, countries tax tobacco, including cigars, and call it a sin tax. Smoking cigars is not a sin. Hmm. They got to stop saying that uh, and calling it that. Just say it's a tax against cigar smokers just because we can because there's not enough of years or whatever. And I strike down thee with great vengeance and fury and anger. Those who attempt to poison and destroy my brother's. Huh. Do you know what that's from? It's Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. That's right. And it is from Pulp Fiction. It is. 30th anniversary <laughs> of Pulp Fiction. 30th anniversary right now. And 
vengeance. This they is, changed. They changed the the wording on the the Bible verse. It's not actually how it reads, but it, close enough. Yeah, it's close Samuel enough. L. Jackson does it better. He does yeah. pretty damn good job. <laughs> you, you know how Dave does the quality tradition excellence. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not always about getting it right. It's, it's getting selling it good. It. Yeah, yeah, sell it. Sell right. it. Sell it. Christoph vengeance. Ooh. Like if we were to make a new commercial for Christoph, that should be it. Ooh. Vengeance. And I strike down thee with vengeance. Vengeance is mine. Yes. It's good, right? It's good. So um, there are sins, and uh, not as bad as other sins, but some are unforgivable sins. Mm. We'll take those off. There's, uh, there's only three of them that are unforgivable. The other ones you can do, and God forgives you later, but there's three unforgivable sins. I thought you could always get forgiveness. According to the, according to uh, Google, it says there's three unforgivable really? ones. Before you get into that, uh, we didn't do a cold draw, and I, I'm getting a very distinct flavor here. Uh, high-end maraschino cherry hmm. on marshmallow fluff. And I know that- a cold draw. I've already- No, no, no. This is lit. Oh, okay. This is lit. Um, just past the foot, I'm about an eighth of an inch into the cigar. The sweetness from that outside wrapper is really coming through and, and kind of punching up, but it's definitely- High-end maraschino cherry on marshmallow fluff. If you don't know what that is, mm. just think about cold melted marshmallow. Is that what's in um, an old-fashioned that cherry? Yes. Okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. This would pair well with an old-fashioned. Why didn't we think in advance? Of remember, I for two two years ago, I said I'm going to start getting into. Right. You started drinking. drinking. Yeah, I, yeah. Started, I started it. it Three drinks well. in, you stopped drinking. Yeah. I tried a whole bunch of different things one night. Yes, you did. Yeah. I got loaded. Yeah. You, <laughs> trying to keep your, up. No, I finished your treats. Oh. You're like, nope. I, nope. Yeah. Wrong one. <laughs> but I found that the old fashioned was the best. Yeah. It was the least offensive for yeah. you. Yeah. You're kind of old fashioned. I too. am. Yeah. And pl- plus it matched up with my yeah, like, personality. Unforgivable sins. Murder. Unforgivable. Really? Torture. And that would be physical I, or mental abuse. Uh, if you're into the BDSM stuff, yeah. I mean, a little bit of that's okay. And abuse. You got to have a safe word. That's the key. Yeah. Got to okay. have a safe word. What is your safe word? Well, you and I use banana. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you think, folks. It's not what you think. Yeah. And abuse. Yeah, that abuse is, is unforgivable. It's unforgivable. So those are the unforgivable. But there are there are sins. And the sen- seven deadly sins of the world. We're going to get into the cigar industry after this, but seven deadly words are classified vices in the Christian teaching, often considered fundamental sources of immoral behavior, and they go as the following. Lust. How do you feel about lust? I feel good. I mean, it's a good one. As long as you don't act on it, I think it's okay. Excessive or inappropriate sexual desire. Even desiring it is a sin. Inappropriate Uh, desire. mm Well, right. Things I want to do to her are completely appropriate as long as she has a safe word. It's, that it's that was the whole Jimmy Carter thing, right? He lusted in his heart. Jimmy you know, Carter? that's why, yeah. you know, that's why uh, Kellogg's cereal was started? Oh, Jimmy Carter, the president? Yes, it was uh, You're not big. thinking of the televangelist? No. Didn't he have lust or something? And Do you know what I'm talking about with the one with the... Who was it? Jimmy Swaggett. Jimmy Swaggett, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, during his uh, Playboy interview where he admitted he had lust in his heart. Really? But it was just in his heart. 
Okay. Uh, was as long as it wasn't anywhere else. Well, that's not what it says. You know, here. Kellogg's was started to uh, stop lust and stop, especially women, from masturbating. That's what, why it was such a bland cereal at the start. No, because uh, <laughs> I I watched that on um, the history of food or whatever it is, and it. it it had to do with a doctor, right? But it was it was supposed was, to be healthy. He was trying to stop people from masturbating, really, mostly women. Yes, he, removing the lust from their uh, heart by giving them boring I'm, foods. I'm going to regret this search. I'm going to look. <laughs> <laughs> you may want to go incognito. Cor- cornflakes masturbation. Is that what you're googling? Yeah. Oh God. No. This will be interesting. The first one says, when cornflakes were part of an anti-masturbation crusade. Wow. How do you know that and why? How do you not know it? How do you not know it? How do you get that information? John John Harvey Kellogg was one of the loudest anti-masturbation voices in the country. See, I'm very pro-masturbation, so I I like to research the other side. (laughs) They were big on the vegetarian diet as well. Yeah. All right. Gluttony. Whack jobs. You, you ask for gluttony, you have it. It's number two. Gluttony, overindulgence or overconsumption of food drink at the point of waste, which is what I hold my hat on to. You don't waste. I don't. I finish my plate. You do. I do overeat, but I finish the plate. You're a founding member of the Clean Plate Club. There we go. That is being wasteful because you don't need to eat all of that. It doesn't to say anything <laughs> about needing it. It says overindulgence it says or wasteful. Over- You're wasting to the, the point additional- of wasting it. You're wasting it. I'm it's not just- wasting. It's here. It's <laughs> it is not. It has not been wasted. I if have the you, body to prove it. If you if you indulged in a fasting protocol once in a while, then huh. it wouldn't be wasteful. You know, Ryan Seneca points out an anti masturbator cannot be a whack job. that was very good he should get the bell for that all right moving along greed excessive desire for material wealth or possessions all right seeing if you got any of these things sloth Mm. had to look that one up just Mm -hmm. being lazy laziness and unwilling to act or using your own talents one's talents Mm mm-hmm there's a lot of that. Yeah. That's An rampant right lot. now. Yeah. That's rampant right now, I would say. Wrath, anger, intense and uncontrolled feelings of anger. Guilty. And <laughs> revenge. Revenge. Yeah. I'm not big on the revenge. I like people to stew in their own bullshit and eventually karma gets them, but I wallow in it. When mm. the karma finally comes around, I'm happy for them. That they got the bad. That they got the that's thing bad. that they got. No, because that's not nice. <laughs> I don't do it. Okay. I'm just happy that it happened. I don't like, think you should be happy about it. Envy. <laughs> Pam, Pam says it's okay that I'd be happy about it. Yeah. She's my Jiminy Cricket right now. Jealousy or hatred of others' good fortune. That's that's yeah. a bad one. That's bad. bad. I, I don't like that, that that happens. Uh, pride. Excessive belief in one's ability to accomplish or accomplishments often leading to arrogance. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. You get success, you just accept it and mm-hmm. be happy. I got a little bit oh, of that one. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot. Uh, uh, but that's in life, and it's different um, in the cigar industry. Uh, 
those, that's the life of the seven uh, deadly sins. Mm. But when you come into the cigar industry, we have the seven deadly sins of the manufacturer. Ooh. This could be manufacturer or brand owner, you, same thing. Are you going to give an example with each one? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you will know where I'm going with oh, this. Is one right. of the seven deadly sins being a wuss? So is that- <laughs> two, two of them have to do with the, the original seven deadly sins, and one is greed. It's gouging, overcharging for products you know will be in high demand just because you can, right? Yeah. Fill in the blank. You can yeah. say whoever. I'm with you. Uh, gluttony, another one, forcing the retailer to carry a whole bunch of the other brands just to get the line of the one mm. that you really want. Right. But, but, yeah. don't you want partners in, in, in yep. your stores and your retailers, a partner would be fifty-fifty at the most, right? Would be a partner. Well, you can't go fifty-fifty. You wouldn't want a retailer to have fifty percent of their products be your stuff. But you know, if you you can't have just the cream of the crop if you're not supporting the line. Correct, a little bit, but a whole bunch. It, it gets carried away when, I'm when they you. say, I'm you with need, you, and I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, so that's it. You, you don't need 178 facings or 183 <laughs> or 212. Um, number three, lying. Lying. Uh, crop years, post-aging, mm. mythical stories, all these things. There's no need to because it's an amazing product in the, right. in the first place of all the steps that go through it. And then it comes out and it's so inexpensive to have and everyone's made by hand and all this bullshit line could be bullshit. Same word. Um, but there's so much of it and it needs to stop. It's a deadly sin in the cigar industry. Deadly Prostitution. What the hell? Selling online, deeply discounted to take the customer to the other site, which they could in turn own themselves. Mm. So they're prostituting the brand so that they can end up getting the end user at the end. So they're using us as, let's, let's say, partners. cigar tasting ground, right? Yeah, but we're partners, supposedly, and then they take them away from, from them. Uh, that happens out there. Um, uh, I just have a feeling that you sat down and you, you used your anger, which was one of the yeah. seven deadly sins, and yeah. you all the people that you were mad at and you came up with this list. So wait, this episode is a sin? I don't know. I I, I, I want to see where he's going with this, yeah. but it seems like I, yeah. I know exactly who he's talking about each time. I'm airing my grievances. <laughs> what I'm doing. Is it Festivus already? It's almost. All right. It's coming up close. Uh, number five is bait and switch. Bait mm. and switch. Uh-huh. Sample was better than the production cigar. Oh, my God. The cigar is really unbelievable. The sample is a different cigar than the <laughs> totally production different. cigar. It's not the same wrapper on it. Oh, what is this? That's what you ordered. Now, uh, our sponsor for the after show, Skip Martin, he did a pre-release sample and said, listen, I changed the wrapper. I wasn't happy right. with this wrapper. This is pre-release samples. It's part of the event. This is why you're getting it, and you can buy them if you like them. But when it comes out in regular production, the wrapper will be different. He came right out and said yes. it, and so I, I don't di- I don't disagree with his. So he did there. do the bait he, and switch, but he didn't lie. I don't think it was a bait and switch because yeah. everything else was the same yeah. about it. And he said, "I found a better wrapper that he improved the product, not made no. it worse." Sometimes it's not a completely different cigar. It's more that the samples sat around for a long time right. and had a lot more age than the ones they ship after that. Sometimes, though, it's quite the opposite that. They're giving you a sample of a cigar. That's not ready to smoke. <laughs> and then they say, 
what do you think? Do you want to order them? And this is at a trade show. And they get all their orders. And then they start production. Right. Because we've ordered stuff yep. and never came. That's mm -hmm. because we ordered it nobody else did. Right. And the product never came because I'm not making it just for them or a small amount of people right. that end up ordering it. So that happens also. Post manufacturing, taking the sales at trade shows uh, without the possibility of being delivered uh, as the production hadn't happened. So that is actually number six. And number seven is not standing behind the cigars with a guarantee. Mm. You bought it, you own it, you call up, we have a problem here, and they said, you have a problem, I already sold you the cigars, which is a deadly sin. I mean, your brand is going to go dead at that point. You're in big, big trouble if that's the way uh, you're doing it. So uh, that is uh, the manufacturer's deadly sins. I'm surprised so that the the behavior of, of scabbing at the trade shows didn't make it onto your list where they don't get a booth and they go to the trade show and they try mm -hmm. to sell cigars anyways. They're not supporting the organization, but they're, they're kind of there riding on the coattails of everybody else that did get a booth and did the right thing. Okay, so we did the uh, unforgiven uh, sins. We did the seven deadly sins. We did the seven manufacturers. Uh, I'm going to go to the retailers and the consumers next, but first it's time for the question of the week, and that's brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Eric writes... I'd consider myself in between a beginner and a veteran cigar smoker, smoking since my 18th birthday in 2013. There's a lot of space in between those. What is it? Well, he's just in between. Yeah, but it's a big in between. Where in between? He doesn't say. All right. What are you, continue. the new Dave? <laughs> After a long day, I'm smoking a Perdomo Habano Esteli Habana. I'm about halfway through the cigar from lighting. And I've had hints of chocolate, cream, and some nuttiness. I got hints of cinnamon midway through, and it made me think about tobacco blends and how blends are made. How does a cigar maker like Nick get flavor notes to come in at a certain time at a cigar's burn? Being flavor notes versus mid versus end, beginning flavor notes, sorry, versus mid versus ending. And on that note, how does that knowledge help you pair a cigar with a proper beverage like coffee, water, tea, spirits, etc.? The interesting thing is, Nick does not get flavor notes. No. I don't know if the other people on his panel, because he has a group of important people that sit there and do it with him, I get flavor notes that end up happening, but he says, I don't get it. I get good tobacco. Right. He knows what tobacco tastes like, each yeah. tobacco. And maybe because of that, that's what you end up tasting, because that's what you know. So right. to answer Eric's question. It, it's what, about the bunching. It is about the bunching. So the tips of the tobacco leaf, hold the most flavor and the most nicotine. So the direction of each leaf is going to cause flavor changes. And then they'll do other things like break a couple of tips off and put them, let's say we're smoking a Toro, they'll put a couple tips at the five inch mark and then at two and a half inches. So you have built in flavor changes where you're going to hit that boost of flavor on the vast majority of cigars that are on the market. That's how they're made. Right. So they're not necessarily saying, okay, at this spot, you're going to get cinnamon, but they are saying, okay, at this spot, you are going to get a boost of flavor. You're going to get the so tips that, of Esteli Lajero right. at this and spot, tips of Esteli Lajero. As long as it's bunched consistently, then mm -hmm. you'll have the consistent flavors. But knowing how it's made isn't going to help you. 
know what to pair with it. You're going to have to smoke the cigar. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of Perdomo, the new issue of Cigar Journal has come in. Uh-huh. And there's an article in here. What page is that? Page 120. 120 is a two-page article in here that is uh, clearly well-written because I didn't write it. But uh, and our friend Ed listen, Sullivan over here. AI did not write it either. No, you did this. I did it. And uh, do you supply the pictures? I did not. Um, I'm not a good picture taker. Oh, so beautiful pictures. Ar- Arthur was going to send pictures oh. to accompany the article. All right. The Ultimate Factory Tour by Ed Sullivan. Yeah. And it is the ultimate. Yeah, and you've sure. been published in three different languages. Oh, my gosh. I only know one. Yep, you only did one, but they in this one, I don't know which one this I is. This is Spanish, this and is then overseas they have uh, German. also German. Yeah. So uh, beautiful pictures. I hope the and- translations were well done. I want it to come across well in all languages. I'm sure. Mr. Sure. Ed Sullivan. So, by the way, Mr. Ed Sullivan. Mr. Mr. Ed yep. Sullivan. He's not Mr. Anything. He is. I it didn't right specify here. that. They added it. Owns a uh, podcast production company, produces the CigarAuthority.com podcast, has been a cigar passionado for decades. I'm a passionado. You are. And and in Spanish, it says, es creacional. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice. And uh, right next to that is the ad for Artista Cigars. Which is the uh, contender for the cigar of the year? So, does that mean something? Is there something going on it, here? It means they're spending money. Okay. So uh, nice. This is uh, Manuel Cusada on the front cover of it, and this is the winter edition of Cigar Journal magazine. Uh, grab it at your favorite brick and mortar retailer, or subscribe to it. You know what that means? You're up. What does that mean? You got to write an article. I wrote an article. Yeah, they want us. Did you write one? Of course. Did you? They Popcorn publish us. Yeah. Oh, mine was the only one that sold out. Oh, please. okay. I mean, I sold every one by hand. I'm like, hey, you should get this. <laughs> I'm in this one. Every one of the 30, 30 <laughs> right. that we that get. was only thirty, but yeah. whatever. Not sold out like nationwide. So you made people buy it. I forced you. Were in I forced it. them. Yeah, forced them to do it. Uh, no, does that mean I have to write an article? Again? You're up. Yeah, they want an article a year from us. I sent one this year. Yeah. You know what is right around the corner is January, and they're starting to work on the spring edition. Oh. So you got to have one in the queue. Oh, yeah. So it's right around. Last, last time they told me what to write about. Yeah. They gave us, they sent that email with the ideas, and then. Is there more than one, more than three ideas? Yeah, you're going to want to go oh. back and read the email. All right, I'm going to have to find that. See, I didn't like the ideas they gave me, so I, I did something oh, else. Oh, so there's an extra idea. Us, yeah, they gave us they gave us carte blanche to do. A, a lot of them were related to retail, yeah, yeah. and I didn't feel like that was something I... Well, so I want to say this. Your article is two written pages. Mine was one written page, and yours was one written page. Well, I stuck to what they said, which was uh, keep it under 500 words, I believe. Ed I, Sullivan ignored I, everything they said. That was 500 words almost on the nose. Oh, really? I think with the pictures, okay, it extended. Well, it now it's four two. pages with pictures. Yeah. Well, yeah. Know. We're proud of you, Ed Sullivan. Yeah. It was well written. Good job. I've been on the tour. It was like I was going on the tour again. You had flashbacks? I did. <laughs> it, In a good way. It's really good when you can write good. Yeah. yeah. He's a yeah. good writer. He's a good See, writer. That's my problem is I can't write well. 
Yeah. Or read well or speak well. <laughs> but so, other than so that, I'm, a, I'm, a, three I'm an author and I'm a, I do a podcast and I yeah. read. And I don't do any of them very well at all, but that's what and I yet do. somehow somehow you communicate. You make it work. <laughs> they, it's it's almost like a game trying There's to figure 50, out what There's fifty thousand people out there that are starting to speak, Dave. Yeah, that's what's going on. All right, early thoughts here on Christoph Vengeance. This is the robusto. Their robusto is longer than a regular robusto. First off, um, it's very full bodied. Oh, actually, in the Vengeance, this is the this is the uh, regular robusto. This one is five by fifty. They oh, really? typically do have. Uh, especially their Toros, which they call Matadors, those tend to be longer than the six inches. Um, a lot of sweetness coming off that outside wrapper. You've got an effortless draw, really solid combustion line. I, I was actually, with it being as dark as it is, I was worried about some off flavors in it. Uh, be, to your point on the Seven Deadly Sins, some people say it's broadleaf and it's not broadleaf. This is broadleaf. Yeah. I find it very full-bodied. That full-bodied, but it's not... I, I'm not getting punched in the chest with I had to put it down, and, I, and I'm going to have oh. to go for another cookie during the break. <laughs> it probably has nothing to do with the cigar strand. No, but <laughs> it's a good excuse. I'd, I'd put this at a at a six. Oh, God. It's maybe a, a six and Eight a or nine. No, no, not eight or nine. Really? Oh, I find it very full. Uh, it's I'll, part of the care package. You know maybe what's at people? eight or nine is that cigar you smoked this morning, which I did as well, that little HVC uh, short Corona or Petit Corona. Yeah. Oh, man, for a Corona? That thing packs a wall up. You know, those small ring cigars will get you every time. I thought this Cody was telling me it's a six in strength, but he tells me Jill loves a sweet six inch, but it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not what he meant. That's something else. It's something back, else. Back to lust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. We'll get to more of that. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, the seven deadly sins of the cigar retailer and the consumer. Are you a sinner? If you do any of the seven deadly sins, we'll find out. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. HVC Hotcakes. Anybody here want to smoke some hotcakes? Cakes. Hotcakes. HVC's got cigars for sale. You can buy them in a single or a box of 25 HVC hotcakes. They really satisfy selling cakes. Hotcakes, you get them from the cigar man. He sells cigars, one or the other. If you smoke HVC, you'll never buy another selling cakes. Hotcakes, you get them from the cigar man. HVC hotcakes are premium cigars. Featuring a San Andreas Maduro wrapper, Nicaraguan Corojo binder grown in Jalapa, and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, including a leaf of Corojo from 2006 Maduro, which makes this blend pop. Expect rich notes of dark chocolate, espresso, and spice. It's so friggin' good. Selling cakes, hot cakes, you get them from the cigar man. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease.
cigar in the shop called Elberton, Elberton, Elberton. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton. Cut and light one now. Elberton cigars are handmade premium cigars from Nicaragua, created by the J.C. Newman Cigar Company. Expect a smooth, hearty smoke with a little spice and a great value. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton, Elberton, Elberton. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton. Cut and light one now. In a world where the open road calls to the adventures, there is a cigar that pays tribute to a journey of resilience and determination. Introducing the Christoph Guardrail Cigar, a testament to the indomitable spirit of its founder, Glenn Case. The Guardrail's blend takes you on a captivating journey through the world's finest tobacco regions. Brazilian Maduro, Dominican Binder, and a unique touch of Zimbabwe. This medium to full-bodied cigar offers a variety of flavors that will delight your senses. With notes of caramel, the smoothness of French roast coffee, and the allure of dry cocoa, the God Rail's complexity is unmatched. Whether you're celebrating life's victories or savoring moments of camaraderie, the Christoph Guardrail Cigar brings people together with its unforgettable flavor and creamy finish. Take your taste buds on a ride they won't forget. Experience the Christoph Guardrail Cigar today. Christoph Cigars, take them for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple. Exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nick Aragua from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to the Cigar Authority of the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa black, white, and red West Tampa cigars. It's passion with a purpose. We're talking about the seven deadly sins. We're going to get to the retailers and the consumers because we did the manufacturers, we did regular people, all people. I need to. I need to tell our listeners about a quote that I heard during the break. Uh, it was Dave saying to Ed, uh, and I quote, "Ed, you can touch it, 
I don't care. <laughs> I'm just saying. That was about the cookie. That he, he was going to bring me the box over, and I said, you can touch it. We just can't make a cookie. I just wish we had the technology to record those drops huh. between. <laughs> Everything you think in lustful things. Yeah. Everything is not about. What, that, there, was no, there was no lust in that. Whatever. You think bad thoughts, and that's what you shouldn't do. Remember the church lady, Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was Dana Carvey. Isn't that special? Church lady, uh, or could it be you're Satan? Hmm. You think all bad things. It's not just yeah. to ask them to grab a cookie for me. I just I live my life in a certain vein. Uh, Bingo wants to know if he whispered it. <laughs> he right. said it kind of creepily. No, yeah. he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> all right, we're talking the sadly de- uh, seven deadly sins. This is for the cigar. Um, what is this? We did the gouging, right? This is the retailer. You're looking for the retailer. One. Retailer. Retailer, yes. We did the uh, manufacturer already. We're doing the retailer. Because I see the same. This, this Yeah, some of them are going to be the same. But the retailer, Seven Deadly Sids, uh, that can put them out of business. That's why they're deadly. You can go out of business. If you do these things, Mr. Retailer, as you're listening, it's not good. And number one is gouging. Ooh. Uh, upcharging for limited releases. Mm. And I know what happens out there. I've heard other people say, oh, no, I just charge, there's only so many, and I just charge a lot for what it is. And, you know, you should not do that, right? Not fair. Be- because it's limited, you know. You Well, the reality is the consumer is going to go <clears throat> try to find the best price. So if you're not beating your competitors on customer service and you don't have the best price, why are they shopping with you? Yeah, but on something that's going to be rare and hard to get, nobody has it around, so let me charge a dollar or two more per cigar because I can. Yeah, it's not you know, fair. Is, isn't a way to go. Remember, and eventually it turns on you. Do you remember during things like the Blizzard of 78 where people- Right, what I was thinking about. Raised the price of bread and milk, yeah. and then the people in the neighborhood remembered. Yes. And they never shopped there again, and all those stores went out of business. Maddie's Variety on Elm Street in Everett. Hmm. He was there forever and ever. This old guy had this little corner store that everybody shopped at, and he had cold cuts and stuff that he sliced, and he had his nice little business, and he did it on Blizzard of 78. He, like, quadrupled his price, <laughs> and everybody in the neighborhood, as we were shoveling out, was talking about it. Said, hmm. did you see what he did? Did you see what he did? And everybody talked about it. By the end of the year, the guy was out of business. Serves him right. So gouging, not good. They're going to remember, and they're going to turn on you. Um, Dave, just to touch on the manufacturers, we had a comment from Goose. All right. Do you know Goose? I don't. In Limerick, Pennsylvania. It says, Goose's Monte Cristo Lounge and Tobacconist. Okay. And Goose says, a deadly sin by manufacturers in the premium cigar biz is giving online companies eight for $10 cigars. These are not, uh, really seconds or not the same cigar. No, that that's another the, thing. Make them believe like there's a second and just attaching your name to it. That's that good. qualifies. It does. That's a, there's an eighth one, man. That's <laughs> the eighth deadly sin. Yeah. Or that might overtake something else. Yeah, that I mean, one's a, pretty bad. Yeah. Do, do that, that, uh, I mean. Is, is that bait and switch? That definitely. It's yeah. not the product right. that you think you're buying. Right. Um, 
All right, so gouging for the retailer is bad. Number two is limiting to singles. Max two singles per person mm. when you see that happening. Very, very bad of here I am, I'm in a store, I came to buy, and you're going to limit me to singles. I come in every week and I buy a box of cigars. I come in again and you have something that I want. There it is. And you say you can only have two at this point. Isn't that wrong? Shouldn't it be first come, first serve? I don't say you allow the guy to buy, you got 10 boxes, and you say, I'm taking them all, and you think he's going to end up selling them off to other people and stuff. But the guy buys by the box. He comes in for a box. I think the argument they'd make on the other side is they want all their customers to have an opportunity to get the things that are difficult to get. I never did it. And Uh and, And some manufacturers have approached us to say, Hey, this is what we want you to do to it. And I said, I'm not going to do that to but that's sort of, yeah. From a manufacturer, that's like, let's pretend. As, as you were a consumer for years and years with me, yeah. when some of these things were impossible to get, you came in and you, you're a box buyer. You never buy by the single. No. You buy by the box and you came in and said, Dave, you have any of these hard to get such and such? Yeah, I have them right over here, Ed. Yeah. How many would you like? I'll take a box. Yeah. If you said to me, I'll take 10 boxes, I might have said, come yeah. on, let's Don't be, be greedy. Yeah. Yeah. Spread it out a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Back to greed on your end. Yeah. You don't be greedy, right? Um, just-in-time ordering is uh, not ordering your best-selling cigars or cigars for your customers that you know you want because you want to wait and wait and wait. And as you wait, and then the customer comes in. Back in the day, in the 80s, a customer would come in and say, do you have any of these? And I said, no, I don't. I'll order it today, and I'll have it for you in a few days. And he'd say, okay. Those days are gone. Yeah. You, you have it, and especially if he's your customer, customer service is having the cigar ready for your customer when he comes in, right? You know that he's- No, that said, you can't carry every single brand. No. So there, are times, carry. there are times when I do make special orders, and often I'll say, listen, I, that's a brand that we don't stock. I know I can get it. How many boxes would you like? I'll take two. All right. I'll get that ordered. Here, try a couple of these to, to hold you over. Yeah. That's going to take a few days to get in, and they're always they're always happy. Yeah, good. But you can't carry everything. Lack of carrying product, uh, lack of caring for product, temperature mm-hmm. and humidity. Ooh. If a retailer, listen, especially when you go on one of these factory tours, you watch all the steps that go into making a cigar, and the first thing you do is not humidify your, your room, not clean your humidifier, not have the temperature correctly because it's summertime and when i close why should i run the air conditioning all overnight i'm just going to shut it off mm-hmm. all kinds of bad things are happening to the cigar as you do it you're not taking care of the product that's bad for even for you you're going to end up losing product but it's bad for the consumer that's going to do it it happens all the time it's a deadly sin don't do it uh cleanliness uh is the next one you know, it's next to godliness. It is next to godliness. I have it right here, next to godliness. Oh. Ah. <laughs> He's very proud. I'm, I'm actually a little scared that he there we go. make it alike. Uh, nobody, it's not cool to have a dirty, filthy store. It's not. It's not cool that your, your bathroom isn't, isn't kept well and mm. stuff. It's just not. And uh, is there a board of health that goes into smoke shops? It happens to restaurants, I know, but no, I've never seen it. Right? No. It, it almost should sometimes, right? Keep the store clean, for God's sakes. It's it's a seven deadly sin. Uh, carrying 
um, sharing dirty laundry and problems. As a retailer providing customer service, Ed Sullivan came into the store to get away from his problems, not to hear and our his problems. Wife. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that's one of the problems. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you don't want to hear our problems. No. We hold our problems and. Sometimes we have to hear their problems too, but that's part of the thing because we're servicing them. I don't want to hear it, but if they want to say it and they say it, yeah, whatever, yeah. You, that's part of the, the, the deal. But for us to do it back to no. him, or I, I can top that. You think that's bad that you have that <laughs> disease? Wait till you see what I have. <laughs> Let me show you. You know, it's dirty laundry, our problems, keep it away. And the seventh deadly sin, uh, Talking about who's not there. Mm. This is a bad one that I hear often. That how dare the person working in the cigar store or the owner of the cigar store talking about one of their customers behind their back in front of other customers. Mm. Because you know what the other customer's thinking? What are they talking about me when I'm not here? Right. That's bad. That's bad and happens all the time, and any of those is going to kill your business if you do it, uh, and you should go t- into the confessional if that's happening, because right now it is time for the confessional, and it's brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Anani Moose writes, I'm the local cable guy in my town and was sent to a new construction install in a development going up close by. I have done the installs for this whole development for all of the customers of my cable company, which will remain anonymous as well. I know one of our customers that works at a cable company. I mm. wonder if that's him. It may be. At all of them, I have smoked my cigars while doing the outside portion of the jobs, as well as on my lunch breaks. That's fine. This was one of the last houses put up, and the customer was living in the house and gave me a ration of shit for smoking my cigar because, in quotes, it's a disgusting habit. Mm. I, of course, put the unsmoked portion on my wiper and finished everything up. They, They went outside to tell him that's a disgusting habit? That is correct. Wow. When I went to leave and grab my cigar off the wiper, it was gone. Mm. And I saw the customer move the drapes to see my reaction. Hmm. I stayed calm and walked up to the door to ring the bell. She opened the door, and although she expected me to give her shit for stealing my half-smoked stogie, I simply asked if I could use the bathroom. She said, oh, sure, and boy. let me in. When she wasn't looking, I stole the middle, one of the middle pieces of a 5,000-piece puzzle that, puzzle that she'd been working <laughs> on while I was there. It is now hanging on my mirror as a daily reminder and makes me smile every goddamn time I see it. Come on, Ed. Give me my medicine. That's uh, clever. It's clever. Ah, oh, jeez. I don't know if that's all that bad. Try to smoke at least one All Saints, St. Francis cigars this week. I mean, I think it was fully justified. Stole the, 
she is gonna go <laughs> ape shit looking for that puzzle piece. And it'll be And he's looking for his end of a cigar. It'll be a month from now. She's not even gonna be able to you, tie it to him. You know what would be worse is as he's driving away, he looks in the ground and there's the cigar. <laughs> that it fell off and he did a bad thing, when, right? How many times have you put a cigar on your wiper and it fell off? Never. No. You could go driving and it stays on the well, wiper and you're like, Oh, there's my cigar, I'll get it when I stop. It, it eventually breaks apart on the wiper once you hit highway speed. Sure. I watch it fly off. Yeah. Does I'd it make you it. sad? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I didn't realize till that moment. That <laughs> one second. Oh, damn. <laughs> Was that a bird? <laughs> damn it. It's my Atabay. Um, all right. Upcoming shows in the Cigar Authority. We're in December. We're wrapping up the year. And as I did that, I was looking uh, about a month ago, getting ready for the care package and stuff to because I got to put what's, what's the show title and stuff. And I said, oh, my God, we didn't do the Cigar Authority survey oh, yeah. that we do every single year. <clears throat> and here it is, December 16th. We're going to squeeze it in. Um, so it'll it'll roll into, by the time we get the answers and stuff, it'll roll into the next well, year for sure. When's it going up? We're going to read the questions and go up on December 16th, ah. which is Saturday. This all Saturday right. coming. We yeah. from today. Oh, all right. So we're going to read. We'll read it and in talk about it. For our illiterates in yeah, the for audience. Illiterates yeah. In our language. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, or in my language <laughs> in this case. December 23rd, don't come here live because we're taping it. Um, it is the Christmas edition, December 23rd. It'll be a taped episode that we'll do um, one night earlier that week. That's what we have planned, right? Yep. Um, and um, the following week is December 30th. Um, you've been buying um, the wrong cigars is the episode. You've been buying the wrong cigars. So we'll tell you about that. And get into it. And then we're into January. We're into 2024. We will announce the Cigar of the Year, January 6th. Anybody who did buy the the um, Contenders Pack, um, that Contenders Pack, very few left that are there. You're going to get 10 different cigars. Um, and we've been doing this since tw- uh um, 1992. 1992. This is uh, 30 years now, and you'll get 10 cigars for $99.99. In there is a little secret address there where you send your votes to it. We cap- calculate that, and we're going to get into it probably next week of looking how the people voted, how the sales were on it, what the staff finds out. Uh, that's Thursday. I'm going to mm-hmm. see all the staff get all their information. Uh, this Thursday for the Christmas parties that are going on. And then the fight begins. And we'll get one winner. Uh, that is the plan. And speaking of that, on the after show, we're going to get into um, Cigar Aficionado of what is what are they going to pick for their Cigar of the Year or their number one Cigar of the Year, they call it. Uh, and we'll see uh, if we can guess what that is and figure it out back uh, based on past experience of what they will end up choosing. But that is it for uh, 2023 of the upcoming shows. And we have a gangbuster January coming up with uh, lots and lots of stuff that uh, should be good. Um, I'm, I'm set here. All as good way. as the butt plug or? You got that? You, you got that pot? As good as, <coughs> as, good as that? Is that? We said, or, uh, or, or Ed, you can touch it. I don't care. No, we're not having that one. <laughs> yeah. The butt plug, I thought was good. It was. Um, 
Dave, you remember we were talking on the other show? You know, the one where we don't have Jonathan? Yes. And you were asking about Spotify, right? Yes. Because some people are putting up um, a top 2% or whatever. So I went and looked. We don't get information on who. Oh, the, yes, yes, I got yeah, you. I'm we don't <clears throat> get information on <clears throat> individual users. So this is people putting up and saying, I'm in the top 2% of listeners of the Cigar Authority that I see on social media, top 10%. So I was wondering who is in the top 1% or who the top listeners. You can't find that information out. They they don't tell us about the uh, the individuals. We get a recap, um, and they tell us things like our, our top episode and that sort of thing. But it's just for Spotify. Yeah, just that. Which right. is just a small piece of right. our listenership. So there's there's that there's there's a Facebook group that we have called Friends of the Cigar Authority. So you can search that and find it and apply. And it's not us. I'm mm. an admin. Oh yeah, but yeah. you didn't put it together. I didn't put it together. No, nope. Sean put that together. Yeah. So uh, we can get you in that group, and then that's where a lot of the sharing about the show happens on the Facebook mm-hmm. side. And on MeWe, it is the Cigar Authority yeah. group. And there's a chat that happens there. Here's some stats, though, for Cigar Authority. Again, just on Spotify. 59% of our listeners found us this year on Spotify. Wow. Awesome. So Spotify all of a sudden got popular because somebody like Joe Rogan or something went exclusively to Spotify. Yeah, people just start, okay, I might as well listen to all my stuff. Right, right. So that's what happened. It doesn't mean they're brand new to the show. It means. And why does somebody go exclusively on something where, why wouldn't you want to be on everything? Um, You would unless you're Joe Rogan and they pay you hundreds of millions of dollars to be exclusive. Now, he, he puts. YouTube shorts out on you know on YouTube he cuts his show up and and does little things so he is on other platforms but if you want to catch the entire episode it's only on Spotify mm-hmm. and he's the only podcast I'm aware of that has full video uh, there may be one or two more now that are exclusive to Spotify gotcha. we, you, regular people can't do that so Spotify wanted him exclusively. To say the only place to find you is to go there. We'll pay you if you just stay with us. They paid him a lot of money. Okay. Um, And they're not willing to pay us anything. No. No. Okay. Our our listeners, their top podcast genres were comedy, education, and sports. I think we're down as education, believe it or not. (laughs) (laughs) And the, the music they like is number one, rock. Number two, rap. Number three, pop. That's, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. yeah. We had a bunch of people, and this is a good reminder um, to share the show. So, so people are starting to find me on Facebook, by the way, and there's a lot of bots that are, I get friend requests every day. So if you're friend requesting me and you listen to the show, shoot me a message and say, I'm a fan of the show, and it's an automatic ad. If you don't send a message, then I got to send the message and say, how do I know you? How do they send a message if they're not your friend? You, you, can, you can do it. You can do that? Yeah. And what do you think our most shared episode was on Spotify this year? Shared episode. Now, so we, we're not that show to ask you to share. No. Oh, share our we, show we and we like should, us I and guess, all that stuff. I, share, I understand sharing because somebody because did. Well, it's it, caring. Yeah. Sharing is caring, but it also is... You know, these companies push us 
so people don't see it. Right. So if you share the show, all of a sudden your friends are going to see it because you ended up sharing it and they haven't shut you off from, yeah. from being, being seen. So, yeah, that'd be awesome if people shared it. Yeah. That, that's actually a help. I don't believe liking it doesn't, doesn't does anything do except your ego maybe. Yeah. Right? They've already on um, YouTube, for example, decided they're not showing anybody our stuff, so it doesn't matter if people like it or right. whatever. Um, the most and you can't share YouTube. Yeah, you can. You can. Yeah. Oh, there's a share button. Oh. That's how I get it on the MeWees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's no, true. but you can't share it to YouTube. Well, it's already on YouTube. Yeah, and then you can't share it to your friends on YouTube. You don't have any friends. Okay, I get it. All right, I'm there. <laughs> Starting to pick it up? I got it. All right. The, the most shared episode was actually an after show episode. Hmm. This year. Yeah. Fairly recent. It was Growing Up Kellner. Oh, oh wow. Maybe he shared it. I with bet everybody. he did. <laughs> I bet he's a young man and he sent it to all his friends. Yeah, that probably went around. Wow, isn't that interesting? And he's probably on Spotify, right? Yep. That's a younger people's app. Yep. Okay. Our, our podcast rating on Spotify was 4.8 out of 5. Not terrible, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, uh. The rest of it's a lot of junk in here. All right. Uh, final thoughts here on the Christoph Vengeance Robusto. It is the Robusto. You're smoking it right down to the nub there, Ed. Um, I mean, Jonathan. I'm uh, about halfway done because yeah, I found it. Halfway. I find it very full-bodied that I'm babying. It is full-bodied, but I don't find it to be all that nicotine-laden. Oof. Mm. A little bit of pepper Although, on the final third. And the sweetness has persisted from that outside wrapper. Not as sweet as the first few puffs from that unfinished foot. I'm actually going to miss that part. I think they got the right name for it, Vengeance. It's the right name. It's hmm. a, it's a, it's got vengeance. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Yes. Ed Sullivan, up your alley? Yeah, I like it quite a bit. Yeah. I, I don't find it terribly strong, but... I yeah. mean, compared to what you smoked this morning, that HVC, it's not in that league. Right. Yeah, it's right up there. No, I don't or think so. Or maybe because I'm back to back. That's try- what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking okay. the HV, you still got lingering effects yeah. from the hot cake. Yeah. All right. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, the seven deadly sins of the cigar smoker, the consumer, you. Um, and the cigar I reviewed last week. Is, are we doing that, or I already did that? Well, I think we're smoking the cigar. Oh, last I week. am. We are smoking it. And then we've got a different one to talk about for this one. All week's right. Review. We're live at the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take this 
Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4, Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and believe it or not, I am 62 years old. Well, to celebrate my 60th birthday, we wanted to come up with something really, really special. I went and looked at some of our oldest tobaccos that we'd grown in our farms from 2014 in Esteli, Nicaragua, and we found bales of fillers. 7th and 8th priming Lijero. Just wonderful, rich, rich tobaccos. A dark, oily San Andreas wrapper. A great binder from Mexico. And then fillers from Jalapa and Esteli. This cigar is called the Rocky Patel 60th. Looks like a dark chocolate and tastes like a dark chocolate. It's got layers and layers of coffee, espresso, lingering spice, uh, it is rich and decadent. You're going to try one and you're going to fall in love. This cigar got the number two cigar of the year in Cigar Aficionado. Rightly so. I hope you enjoy it. I love it. And I promise you this cigar is going to deliver everything you enjoy in a fine cigar. Some say cigars are all the same. It's just not true. It's you I have to blame. Well, I don't know, because what I know, there is a cigar called Aladino. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. 
They say authentic, so we're not confused. While the others say it's a word that's just abused. I guess that's so. They can't compete. At least I'm sure Aladino can't be beat. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Cigars. Use authentic Corojo tobacco from JRE Tobacco. This is the greatest commercial you ever heard. Yeah. This is Nelson Lafronso from Selected Tobacco, the company who made and manufactured Atabay, Byron, and Bandolet. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White, and Red. It's West Tampa Cigars. It's passion with a purpose. Dave, you were late getting back. Were you binging on cookies? No, I was waiting for coffee to come. But Did you uh, have a cookie on the way by? No, I didn't. I had really? one earlier. Mm. At the beginning, when, when Ed handed yeah. to me with his fingers, <laughs> which isn't a deadly sin. I was... A, so actually okay with that. You were really trying to get some fucking coffee. I was. Yeah. And uh, I was getting I needed it because of this cigar that we're going to smoke. I'm so excited about this cigar. I'm so excited. Yeah, you you just look for reasons to smoke this. I catch you doing it often. It's almost over. I don't think you have there's any more left company wide. That's it. Whatever you have it's left. It's over. It's over. You got some singles here, and that's what, what we have. It's over till, from what I hear, February. Mm. There'll be another delivery on February. But what is it we're smoking here? Well, Dave, today's second cigar is the Atabay Black Ritos. It is manufactured in Costa Rica for selected tobacco. The size we are smoking is the only size in existence right now. It is six and one eighth by 55 ring gauge. Very odd dimensions, by yes. the way. Those are huh. strange. Because you know what he uses is millimeters. Uh, and then we have to do all the math. Right. Well, it is wrapped in the... This is the only leaf that is disclosed. It is an Ecuadorian dark. Yeah. Otherwise, the binder just and the fillers dark. are undisclosed. No variety. Unfortunately... It's a number one dark. Unfortunately, it's for the, the best you can get, it's a number one it's dark. It's number one. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, for the boners and for the listeners... You mean the stars. not part of the Cigar Authority care package. They're starting to call themselves on the MeWe that are there. They call themselves... Bonus. Bonus. Yeah. yeah it's so sticking. It's, it's not. No. <laughs> it's great. No. They love it. It's not a big ass tank, and it isn't <laughs> bonus. And you, it's all of those. You uh, can't stop me. You can't. <laughs> I'm going to be who I am. The single is going to set you back $50. $50. A box of 25 is $12.49.99. Wow. Twelve forty nine, twelve dollars and forty nine cents. No, one thousand two hundred. It's oh, twelve fifty. Yeah, it's twelve fifty. That's on two guys cigars, the website you know that we have that sponsors the show here and this bit. Uh, If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, or if they're out, you could try two guys cigars. And I know the website is out, so you can click notify me. Yes. And when that shipment comes in in February, you will get an email that they're in. And you didn't pay for anything. You don't pay. You don't no do anything. Obligation. You just you get just, an email that says, hey, they're in. in. Hey. And I'm going to say that. Automatically it happens. We don't even write, hey, Bill, or anything. This, no. Hey, they just arrived. This is, this is what I'm smoking on Christmas. I have a new tradition now this, that I have the house. So this is Christmas. Nobody's in the house. I'm by myself. And what I got my coffee. Is everybody gone? Is everyone gone? 
uh, on Christmas, everybody will be gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the one roommate that doesn't like smoking is going to be told on Christmas morning, I'm lighting up in the living room, so you could be here, or maybe you don't want to be here. Uh, huh. But this is what I'll be smoking on I, Christmas. I may join you on that. Not Come at your over. house, at my house. Come on yeah. over. <laughs> Alone. Alone is the key right there. See, tomorrow I'm going to see Anthony Jesselnik. Jonathan was supposed to go, but then he said he couldn't because he's... I have to work. Anthony yeah. Jesselnik. Nick's very funny. Very funny. Really? Very, dark very humor. funny. Yeah, sick bastard. Really? You think I'm bad? He's bad. Twisted. Twisted. Yeah. But the good news is the person I'm going with won't even get in my car, so I don't have to drive. Wow. Well, Your wife. No. <laughs> it's somebody else because they know my car rules. If you go in my car, I'm smoking. Yeah. That's it. And they said, I'm not going with you. They said, they'll drive. Which is perfect. They'll drive. Oh, they'll drive with. Will you smoke in their car? No. Oh, all right. No, I, I don't. He's not so an it's asshole. Not, so it's not perfect. The perfect person would be me. Well, yeah. That I, you'd be smoking in my car when I would drive. Well, yeah. And I mentioned this to you, and you I don't said, know. I don't is. know who the fuck that is. No, I don't. No. No, I didn't know the second time you told me. Like a, maybe by the third time. Maybe I'll have to look them up and yeah. Google them and say, "Wow, I should have went to that." Place. Yeah, I he's never. funny. Yeah. All right, let's, let's. Bingo McTavish says uh, dead baby jokes, terrible. Oh, really? Yeah, he's not above that. All right, uh, let's do it. Let's cut and light this. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo Cigars, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. So I know what you're saying. You're, you're cutting a $50 lighter, $50 <laughs> cutter, $50 cigar, right? and well, you're talking about um, gouging. <laughs> so here's a $50 cigar, so isn't that gouging? Quite the opposite, and I'll mm. explain after you're, we light you're this. You're cutting a $50 cigar with a $40 cutter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it should be a more expensive lighter and a cutter for this, but they both look like they're expensive lighters and cutters, too. I'm, I'm just going to keep talking while Jonathan texts. So yeah, he's I, very busy. Yeah, I, gotta, I had to take that. Sorry. Huh. Take the cold draw. Experience this whole thing. This was one... This is a cigar at the trade show to put, that stopped me in my tracks. That I stopped. I'm with the buyer at Santa Maria. We're smoking a litter for the first time. And we look at each other. And there was a couch right there. And we had lots to do. And we sat down for an hour and smoked a cigar. Huh. That was it. Hmm. It's, it's the essence of Baker's Chocolate. But it's not, you know, on regular Atabay, you get that distinct cherry kind of florally kind of note to it. This is, you're in the presence of chocolate. This is not direct chocolate on your palate. This is. So maybe you're, you're in a chocolate. Walking through the Hershey factory. You're in Willy Wonka's chocolate yeah. factory. Hot honey. Really? You get sweetness and sweetness spice. Sweetness and spice. Hot honey huh. on a cold draw. You already lit up? No. Okay. Right. Taste hot I'm honey. Wa- I'm waiting for the official lighting. Yeah. All right. Taste it, though. I did. Hot honey? <laughs> it's in there. I can't even with you two. <laughs> hot honey. Okay. If I just agree with you, will you shut up? 
No, just so a light your, light your thing. We're so. going to light our cigar today with the Matrix by Lotus. The Matrix by Lotus features a flip-top push-button action with three jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. you got a fuel window in the front, a flip-out bullet punch, and easy adjustment, all for the low price of $49.99. That is the Matrix by Lotus. So the lighter's cheaper than the cigar, too. By one penny. The cigar is the balls. This is unbelievable. Why didn't your review say that? Oh, my God. The cigar is the balls. That should have been the headline. Holy shit. So let me tell you about this cigar. April 1st, 2021. Jonathan, I think you were in the room at the time or you came in during. Yes. Um, So two years and eight months ago. Uh, what looked like an April Fool's joke turned into be what would become the biggest payday for some manufacturers in the cigar industry ever. Ever. Oliver Nouveau of United Cigars came to me with a crazy idea. And I'm the right person because I like innovation and I never heard of this as he began the conversation of NFT, non-fungible tokens. Uh, we fought with each other. And uh, big surprise, both taking both sides of the argument of it. We brought you in. We brought different uh, people that work for in as the conversation was c- happening. <laughs> I, I of explaining still, what this thing I was. I still remember you saying to Oliver, okay, now, so what you're saying is I take money that's not real and I buy something that's not, not real. real. Well, he first, said, exactly. First, you take money that is real and you turn it into money that's not, not real. Right. Then you buy something that doesn't exist. Right. Right. Why am I doing this? This is crazy. And then he's showing me all the things on here. He goes, the real thing. And and we fought for days on this. Um, I think I'm the only person in the industry that would pull the trigger at that point to say, okay. But I ended up saying, all right, I'm willing to do it. But who do we do this with? What does the cigar become? How do we do this? And he said, there's only one person to do this. It would have to be an artist and a cigar maker. And there's only one. And that would be Nelson Alfonso from Selected Tobacco. So let's contact him and explain this idea to him. So we call him up and we say, I don't know if you know about this, but there's non-fungible tokens. He starts laughing and he said, I can't believe you're even having this conversation with me because I fought with my son all night last night about the same conversation. Mm-hmm. He said, it's the most ridiculous thing. Do you mind if we have this conversation again tomorrow? And I bring him in on it because he's all about this and all of was all about it. And here we have me not understanding it, Nelson understanding it, but saying that this it's is ridiculous. ridiculous. You got two old guys and two young guys, really. Oliver isn't that on. young, but um, so we, we meet again the following day, virtual and um, there is his son, uh, Nelson Jr., saying this really could be something and we should do this. And I said, what could it be? And he said, you know, I'm working on Atabay Ritos Black, which is a Maduro version, but a little different, blah, 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 blah. And he starts explaining it to, to me. And he, I said, are the cigars made? He says, yeah, they're made because you know I have to wait five years to do this. But I did it, and I don't know if it's going to be any good at all. So I can't promise you anything that I'd even put it out because if it's not good, he doesn't even put it out. Correct. So he tests, tests these things. Uh, for the record, I will take 
any of the cigars that he deems not good enough yeah. to go out. Um, so he starts working on that cigar in 2018, and here we are talking to him about it. Uh, those, this cigar was made in October 2018. Hmm. So uh, he said it won't be ready until the end of 2023, and um, that's if we're going to even put it out. And we said we're not even going to put it out. We don't even know if we even put it out, but they're going to buy this non-fungible token and um, we'll give all the money to charity. It doesn't matter. So um, he says, okay, let me draw it up for you. And you, the drawing you see is a rendering, a drawing. It's not actually real. It is the token that's out there. The NFT uh, has the charitable component built into it. The money was to go to Cigar Rights of the World of selling these tokens out. Nine boxes of NFT were available, and one open box, the 10th box, is 25 cigars. The boxes sold as an NFT for $1,200. At the same time, the single sold for $50. The single is $50. It's mm. exactly what the plan was to end up uh, having this come out. Um, our cost to do it was near zero. It does cost to set it up and all that stuff, but we called it zero. Yeah, it's negligible. Yeah, and um, we just give all of it to uh, Cigar Rights of the World. In a press release on, on April 1st, 2021, which was on purpose on April Fool's Day to do it, because some people would look at it, the unknown, and say this is an April Fool's joke, but it wasn't. It's a true thing that was there. Um, it's a token of gratitude for your donation, basically. So if you're going to make a donation for $50 to Cigar Rights of the World, make it through us. We're going to give you this non-fungible token, and maybe it'll have some value to it later on. Maybe it won't, whatever. And if you want to buy a whole box at $1,200, maybe there'll be something there. But again, you're going to make a donation to, to them anyway. So it's a token of gratitude. Uh, unknown at the time, the NFT box holders would get access to the cigar if it ever became available, which we were hoping it would. And as far as the singles, we would give each person a single because they already paid for it, basically. Right. Um, and which we did all that. So Take a uh, puff of your cigar every once in a while. Oh. That one keeps going, though. Mm. It's a big ring gauge, 55, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I wonder, was, was the size written on the NFT? Do you know? I don't Never believe said, so. But it said Rito, so. Yeah. So NFT buyers paid $50. Uh, when the cigar came out, we gave them their money back, which is a cigar. So they're all set. I, I got it. I can. Now you paid for the cigar. You have all your money back. And now you could sell that NFT if you wanted to. Does anybody get anything for that NFT that you sell to them? I don't know. We, we, there's, it's an unknown thing because the whole thing is unknown, right? Box buyers made um, a twelve hundred dollar purchase, and they became people that could actually buy the cigars. Now we know other NFTs came out after the fact, and people paid an average of a hundred thousand dollars for the NFT. Well, the box buyers who bought this NFT, the retailer that bought a box of NFTs got this available to them, and they made all their money back and more on the first shipment. Mm. And the consumer got all their money back on the first cigar. Everybody's a winner, day one. Unlike 
these people that paid $100,000 for their NFT. And, and I'm sure all that money went to charity, right? It did not. It did not. None of it went to charity. And also, that the, they took the money from the retailer. The retailer's losing. They have to gouge the consumer to buy the cigar as much as $200 per cigar. Gouging that's happening. And everybody's a loser except the manufacturer, which is a sin. A deadly sin? It certainly reeks of, of gluttony. So here it goes full circle. I'm going to keep this thing lit. So I never bid on any of the other ones. And I was going to do it at the beginning because I knew what I had just done in the process we just went through. But as it went crazy, I go, oh, no, the only way to recoup the money, I either lose a ton of money or I have to gouge the consumer mm -hmm. so that I don't lose. Somebody's going to be left holding the bag. So who's that going to be? It's not the manufacturer because they already collected all the money and they keep it. It's um, Right now, it is the shop owner that got... They didn't get screwed because they did it to themselves, but they did it. And the only way to recoup their money is to gouge the consumer for hundreds of dollars for a cigar. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say, of all the NFTs that are out there, and I don't have to read them out to you, you know what they are. This is by far the best one, not even close. It is by far the best one. I'll put it up against any of them for sure. And it's four times less the cost. So, well worth it. It's a win-win-win is what I try to do when I create something that there's nobody left holding the bag, but that's what ends up happening there. So, perfect cigar to go along with the Seven Deadly Sins. That was, I think we're going to have manufacturers down the road, sorry they did it, even though they got the big money for it, and retailers, sorry they did it, and can you... Imagine a consumer paying $200. Is there buyer's remorse when somebody pays $200 for a cigar? I would think so. I think if I paid $200 for a cigar, I'm probably not smoking it. It's just going to sit in my humidor and I'll look but, at it. But it's not like it's not going to be tomorrow because they make that cigar every month. Every month those cigars come out, but they're $200 and they're not worth it. And you have it and you're saving it for what purpose? To look at it. Okay. You can look at your NFT. It's a non-fungible thing. Look at it. That's the idea of it. Look at the picture. But then I would have a physical cigar. If I spent $200 on a cigar, I don't think I would smoke it. These guys are going to, you know, it, it looks like the praise is going to these manufacturers who made a million dollars profit, mm -hmm. which is great. That's what they're in business to do. But somebody got hurt from doing that. It's like any pyramid that ends up happening. The guy at the top makes the money and everybody else gets gets ruined. The idea was to try to create something that nobody gets hurt. Everybody won. So it's a complete flip-flop of what happened. And I don't know, people just uh, aren't realizing it. And uh, I'll put this side-by-side uh, -side comparison against every single one of them at a, a quarter of the price. Is this gluttony that's there? No, it's a fair price for what this cigar is. And if you're an NFT holder, it's even better. Um, so anyway, that's that. It's right now it's time to ask the Don from Don Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Don. <gasps> Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Don Raphael Cigars are premium cigars. Premium. Mellow and smooth. 
built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Lauren writes, Greetings to the Cigar Authorities. I'm sitting here enjoying a Garofalo, Connecticut. Hey! And was wondering this. What makes some ash stay solid and firm and even stack dimes all day, while others are flaky with small pieces falling off? I noticed this and was wondering. Thank you for your answer and love the show, your dedication and information. I have moved to Rumble to enjoy it. Yeah. One is shot filled, long filled is a possibility yeah. that shot pieces yeah. and if they fall out. And but sometimes long filled do it too. The actual leaf used in the blend, yeah. as well as the construction of the cigar. Something that I notice is when you look at a wrapper and it has a little bit of a sheen to it. So when we do cigar journal um, tastings and yep. they send us the, the blind reviews, one of the things they're looking for is the wrapper. Does it have a sheen to it or is it sandy? Yeah. The ones that are sandy haven't been stretched or maybe the roller's not as skilled or maybe the wrapper doesn't have as much elasticity. But or when, enough oils in it. When the wrapper is stretched properly to go over the bunch and the, the binder, I find that the ash tends to stack the dimes there, whereas when Tight, the wrapper tightly wrapped. Is, has less of a sheen to it, meaning it hasn't been stretched, that's when the the ash tends to be a little more flaky. I, I have not confirmed this with the manufacturer. I'm going to have to do some experimentation this week no. and really pay attention Jonathan, to it. Jonathan, when you say sheen, do you mean Charlie or Martin? Oh, either. Either yeah, sheen? I celebrate their entire catalog. Their entire family? Yes. Even Emilio? Even the redheaded stepchild, yes. Right. Who's the only one that kept his real name? He's the <laughs> right. legitimate one. Yeah. wonder why they went with Sheen. Why would you pick that name? I don't know. Your name maybe, is Estevez. Maybe they sweat a lot and yeah. have a Sheen. Okay, maybe. Is this, is other last names really Estevez? Yeah. Yeah. All of them. Why would I, they do that? No, that was the I question. Under, I kind of understand why the dad would go. All right, maybe he needed a stage name, and Estevez wasn't going to be great, but why would his son take on the same last because name as his Because he said, I'm going to get the gig because I'm Martin Sheen's son, Charlie Sheen, but I'm really Charlie Estevez, and they're going to look at that and say, oh, Charlie Estevez. Oh, Charlie Sheen. I wonder if this yeah. is real. Yeah, that's his son. Oh, yeah, let's put him in because we'll mm -hmm. get people to he, do that. He's a little crazy and unpredictable, but we can use him. Cadence. They were in Cadence together. Yeah. Great movie. You ever seen that movie? No, Cadence. Where they're, no. they're in the prison and the, they do all the singing and the, the marching and the... The father and son? The father was the the guy who ran the prison and or something like that. I can't go by your recommendations of movies because <laughs> I sat through... Uh, Ed Sullivan, some is Cadence a good movie or not? I don't know. I never saw it. No, oh. we can't do it. We can't do it based on past experiences. Such a good movie. You just but can't do it. It's got a sheen. Well, two sheens. There's two sheens in it. How could it be bad? Two sheens. Rudy, Rudy says Cadence was great. Yeah? Can All right, I'll go with Rudy. Rudy All right. is trustworthy. Pam, my, my Jimmy Pam Cricket Pam says it's okay. Here. It's not a Sothersby piece of crap. 
No, no. okay. Oh, no. She shakes oh, her head. Summer's no. Bee is a great movie. <laughs> Southern's Shut Bee, it down. Summer's, Summer's Bee. Bee, whatever. Okay, for consumers, the seven deadly sins are here. Uh, and if you're doing any of them, you should stop doing them. These are the deadly sins. Bringing cigars to a cigar store. Deadly sin. Deadly. You may be thrown out of the store. You may be talked about behind your back, which is a deadly sin also. But th- those things may happen. You go into a cigar store, you buy a cigar and smoke a cigar from the said cigar store. What if? No what ifs. There's no excuses at all. There's no uh, I have cutting one, fee. I, have I brought exception. a Cuban. What is your ex- I exception? have one exception, and you'll agree with me on this. Uh, when I have a consumer that is saying that they're having a hard time regulating their humidor, I say to them, bring your humidor exactly as you have it in your house with the cigars in it. Let me evaluate the cigars, the humidor, and when you leave, you will leave an expert on how to run your humidor. But he can't light one of those cigars up. He can walk them in the store. Walk them in the store. Yes, we, we can't look, light we light up one of the humidor. I'm and saying then he you can't. You can have cigars in your pocket. Yeah, that's okay. Of from another store. You ain't smoking that in somebody's cigar lounge that sells cigars no, for a living, right? No, no, that's bad. It's bad. Now, what what about the lit cigar? As you're shopping, you, you're smoking a cigar lit well, I'm as all, you're I'm, shopping and buying cigars. I'm always smoking a cigar, yeah. which I purchase at the but store. But when you go anywhere else, you put it on your... your uh, well, because they don't let me smoke. Yeah. Yeah. If I saw Ed Sullivan put his cigar on his windshield wiper this to, morning, to I'd be like, in. are you out of your mind? <laughs> you're smoking it. Yeah. Bring it in. But just don't, you're looking for excuses to be able to do that. Yeah, that or light the cigar in the parking lot. No, before. that's dirty. Pool. Yeah. If you're smoking a cigar, I, I typically, I, when I have a day off and I'm going out, I light a cigar and I smoke the cigar as I'm driving around. If I happen to be coming here and the cigar was lit. I wouldn't think anything of coming in, but when you're in, of course, you're buying cigars. Yes. That's why you're there. That's why you're there. That's why you're going to a cigar shop to buy a cigar. Well, yeah, I'm coming Only. in to buy them. Right, which is fine. Uh, taking anything that doesn't belong to you. Like an ashtray? Like a, a piece of a puzzle. <laughs> right? I don't know about that. I, I'm, I'm kind of with that guy. No, you don't do that. You don't come into... A cigar store, steal the ashtray, steal somebody's cutter, take anything from the from the cigar store. You don't take anything, period. You know, I always thought of making an ashtray to say this was stolen from two guys smoke shop or something. But it would but that, be. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't take anything. It's it's a sin. You're uh, so angry about that. <laughs> Listen, I wrote like, these all because they bother me. Like you, it, you, you took on a change when you started reading they, this list. They bother you because they've all happened. Correct. I remember I know a the guy even saying people. it to me that I see something that he has, and the guy told me he found it at Two Guys Smoke Shop. Oh, I found that. And I go, what do you mean you found it at my store? <laughs> you didn't find it at my store. It's mine. It wasn't missing. Yes. <laughs> Now it's missing because you took it, but it's mine, and bring it back. Uh, Dave, Ryan Seneca has a question. What if you bring mac and cheese for everyone at the cigar store? Yeah. Can you take it when you leave? No. It's technically yours. It was yours until you gave it to the store. All right. You brought it for everybody. (laughs) It seems like a really specific technicality there. All right. Number three, ask for free things or expect them. So going in... And and this has happened to me. It happens a lot. Yeah. 
that they say, can I have free cigars? You should give me one of those. Yeah. These conversations end up happening. Very uncomfortable when somebody's asking me for something and I said, no. Or reps end up coming over to me after and they go, I went in the lounge and all the guys were asking for free cigars. And I look at them and they, and they say, I didn't give it to them. I said, okay, because we're here to sell cigars. I mean, we're out of business if reps come in and hand out cigars, right? With selling cigars. Correct. You want to buy them a cup of coffee? You want to bring pizza for everybody? You want to do anything? You know, things like that, fine. But to to give away cigars in my cigar store. Right. And a rep could bring mac and cheese. They just should leave it. Leave it. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think, you, you know what the key is, Ed Sullivan? You get those disposable tins. Yeah. And then you don't feel like you have to take your bowl back. Ah. All so, right. So how's this one? Ordering cigars... Online while, while you're in, in the, the cigar store, store. which yeah, it, bad. it happens, it does. Yeah. How bad is that? You're in the cigar lounge using the free Wi-Fi, yeah. blowing your smoke in the store, and you're ordering cigars while you're in there. Just put your middle finger up and tell tell us to fuck off and leave, mm-hmm. right? Because it's well, so bad. But they they needed a physical presence for their shopping, and then they could order online. They need the Wi-Fi. Yeah. So they come in to use the Wi-Fi and buy the cigars in the cigar <laughs> store. It's insane. But using uh, someone's cutter after putting the cigar in your mouth mm. and then saying, okay, can I use your cutter? So you put the cigar in your mouth, you cut it, you take a dry pull, you see it, and then say, okay, can I use your cutter? Yes. Not my cutter. And that kind of slowed down since COVID a bit. Oh, that stopped completely since COVID. Yeah. People are much more aware of germs. All right. Because nobody knew what they were back in the day. Uh, number six, talking badly, about, talking badly about another cigar choice that someone else is smoking right. in the lounge. So you're looking at this guy smoking Brand X, and you say, what are you smoking, Brand X? That's a piece of shit. Mm. Nobody likes you. <laughs> just so you know, no, it, it, it's just it, that one's just not nice. Yeah, it's not. The guy likes his cigar. Yeah. P- listen, we sell cigars that I don't care for. I, I'm not. I'm not even trying to talk someone out of it. You want to buy that cigar? Buy that cigar. If you ask me what I think of it, I'm going to give you an honest yeah. answer and say, listen, it does burn well. It draws well. It's not my flavor profile, but but I've seen it go so far as as the guy next to him saying, yeah, that is a piece of shit, and all these people ganging up on this guy that bought the cigar, and then this guy, surprise, stops coming in the store, and, boy, you're you're a a liability to that store. You're not an asset sitting there. You're actually hurting the guy's business. Stop doing it. And promoting other competitors uh, while in the shop. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can buy that cigar online cheaper. So and so has a deal on it. Oh, you can get it from this guy instead of that guy. Hey, would you just pay for that? It's a, you're sitting in the shop, actually driving sales out. Think about these things as you're doing them, and say, would you want somebody doing those things to you? I would not. So the whole thing, all this is do unto others, right? So all these sins. Would you like this to end up happening to you? Anything that I end up mm-hmm. saying, it comes down as simple as do unto others. And that's it, right? The golden rule. That is the golden rule. Do unto others. Uh, So that is it. That's all I have for that. Uh, Right now, it's time for the Fave Five, and it's brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. It's time for the McAuliffe Fave Five. 
brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. Smoke five McAuliffe Cigars and be entered to win $300 in gift certificates weekly. That's five $50 gift certificates and an additional five $10 gift certificates for your friends. In December, all winners will be put back and entered to win the grand prize. A trip for two to next year's McAuliffe Open House in Texas. Simply go to McAuliffeCigars.com slash TCA for more information. That's McAuliffeCigars.com slash TCA. Okay, ready? Is it on? <laughs> it is now. It is I'm now. over here pushing my button. All right, don't stop pushing the button. I want to make sure it works. All right, stop. Well, it's a good thing he tested. Name a vegetable that kids often dislike. Green. That's me, because yellow is a ribbon color. Um, broccoli. <laughs> broccoli is number two. Broccoli is number two. Often and it's kids another dislike. green one, isn't it? It's going to be Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts for the win, Mr. Jonathan. The two that he eats most often. <clears throat> Brussels right. sprouts and broccoli that most people don't See, like. I, I think Brussels sprouts would be more hated, but they don't get served as often as broccoli, which is why I went with the broccoli. I'm with you. And, but they've, they've One gen- and two, though. Boom, right? They've anyway. genetically modified Brussels sprouts at this point, so they no longer have that farty kind of smell when you're cooking them. Bullshit. <laughs> I know when I'm at when I have it when I walk in the door at my uh-huh. house that it's broccoli and I yell out broccoli. Ryan Seneca <laughs> says he does that. Ryan Seneca says he would have went with Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a sin right there. No, it ain't. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, number five was cauliflower. Yeah, that's kind of nobody likes that oh, except cauliflower is awesome. See, he likes all these things. Peas. I like peas. Peas are good. And I like peas in the pea pod. Oh, and yeah. you Just pop them out and eat them raw. Figures you like the one that has the most you know, lectins in it. I'm, I'm making uh, some fettuccine for dinner with peas and prosciutto in yeah, it. Yeah, peas are okay. No wonder why I like it because it has lectins. Yeah, you like the taste of lectins. All right. And number three is Popeye's favorite. Spinach. Spinach, mm-hmm. spinach followed by broccoli. Raw spinach, not good o- for you. Oxalates. You got to cook it. Oh, no. Pam's well, nodding her head. She understands yeah. about the oxalates. Well, what is you this? You thought guy? it was over with lectins? No, it goes deeper. It goes deeper. Of course it goes deeper. Early thoughts on Atomy Black Retoast, the NFT cigar, the original. It's fucking great. The great. It's, it's the balls, right? It really is. It's not. I kind of experienced this with um, the Aladino Corojo Reserve. It's, there, it's not a cigar where a specific flavor is standing out. It's very well balanced. There is full mouth engagement. The cold draw had for me had the <laughs> he chocolate. Said full mouth engagement. He did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. All right. I, it, I'm done. All right. I'm done with the two of you. All right, we're gonna go to break when we get back. Uh, the five star review plus we got three letters in the mailbox, a prize to give away a new prize. Yes, yes. New, new prize. prize. It's five gonna be exciting. All right. Uh, We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate. 
a dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration. My job is all about taste. So when James mentioned he wanted to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years. And when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean, Metallica, Black and & Whiskey, and Drew Estate, what could be a better passion project? We all came up with the vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81, Metallica, formed in 1981, as you can see right here, just so I don't forget. <laughs> and now you won't forget because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar unlike anything in our portfolio. When that would take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro. Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate. Wrapper, a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they are all grown in separate places. You talk about a heavy leaf cigar. This is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, 
Nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Hey, this is Henderson Ventura from Adventura Cigars, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa cigars, black, white, and red West Tampa cigars, passion with a purpose. Ed Sullivan, Thursday, a new review came out. It wasn't me. It wasn't it, you? It was the stars. They're back doing a review. Boner review of no. the week. <laughs> Oh, they're called the stars? Yeah. Well, let me see if I can verify they're called the stars. Well, it doesn't matter what they're called, no. really. Well, he's pulling that up. We need to get a recorder for in between when we're on break because... Yeah, uh, great you, stuff happens. You you discovered that you can use oxalates as an excuse to get out of eating your wife's kale chips. So now, <laughs> are you del- as delusional as I am if you say that to her? Oh, I can't eat that? It has oxalates? I'll try it. But if she tries to, I don't think she's even going to try to the, pawn that off on me. The again. rational response is kale is not food. Yes. It's not even close to food. Some of my food eats that. That's <laughs> yeah. as far as it gets. By the way, I picked up a cow yesterday. Well, yes, ha- half. half a cow. Half a cow was delivered. And uh, I have it. I what are you going to do now? I think f- I'm going to try some of it. He forgot to bring it in. I so forgot. We uh. couldn't experiment with it today. So we uh. will We will experiment Tuesday. Is there, sure. is there any way to throw half a cow on a hot dog roller machine? No. <laughs> no. Maybe what? the steak tips if they're long. You get enough. everything. I got a, p- a pile of white fat. It looks like all fat or something, yeah. and my wife said, I think you feed that to the birds or something. Is there something to Suet. 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 That's what it said on it, yeah. Yeah. You could feed it to birds. You can't eat it, right? Sure you can. Really? Well, you wouldn't eat that by yeah, itself. Yeah, it's not like a spoonful of it. If you were going to make um, some ground beef and you were using a leaner cut, you could blend some of that in. Uh, should I keep it? You or could should I feed it to the birds? And if I feed it to the birds, do I feed it to them raw? Well, do I no, cook you, it? You, you put it on something and yeah, you stick birdseed to it. That's really all. Usually that's. in a mesh kind of bag or yeah. something. Yeah. I don't know. That was a new cut of but, meat to me. I said, what the hell is you this? Really, Can't you fry with it too? I mean, you could use it on, yeah. on a pan like uh, like lard. Yeah. You don't really need another project though. No. Okay. No. All right. So um, what, what's the review here? The review is for a cigar that is slightly less expensive than this one. Okay. Coming in at a retail price of $45. Wow. I am so good in December, right? I just give it away. <laughs> and that is the Alfonso Añejo Number no. 4. Great cigar. Wow. Phenomenally good cigar. I, I believe That won a whole bunch of Cigar of the Year awards. 
Yeah, and this is the first one to crack the elusive 91 barrier okay. for the stars. It came in at 91.38. Okay. Now. Tough graders. Again, they seem. They didn't know what it was. They seem low to me uh, with a 3.38. I might say that about the regular Atabay is down that low, but this one's got some a little bit of oomph to it. A little. Ah, uh, I think it goes almost to medium. It's like a medium minus. You guys are the ones that did this to them. So they listen to the show all the time, and you always play down my number. And they because your number's too high. Right. So they automatically You go play for your number. balls on the numbers every time. No. Something will be a one, and you're like, it's at least a three. Like, what do you want us to do? We've got to be true to our people. Yeah, all right, be true. Be true. All right, we've got a prize to give away. It's something different. All right. This yeah, uh, I think we've we've no, we haven't had this one before. We have not. No, this is uh, prized by the folks at Trinidad. They're giving away a hat, a lighter, and a shot glass it's a, tequila, a tequila tasting yeah. kit that has a little salt shaker, so you could yeah. put the salt on your hand and shoot Couple tequila. Couple shot glasses, and then I think it's got a, a little tray for your it lime wedges. It does have wedges. a little tray. Yeah. All right. Very colorful. It is. Oh, very colorful. Trinidad colorful. You see it there if you're watching the show. It's delightful. All right. So we got email number one. All right. Gavin writes through the Contact Us page, Cigar Giving. Gentlemen, thank you so much for the answers to the questions I've sent in so far. They were very helpful. My question this time has to do with cigars to give out. The majority of cigars I smoke are either from my Care Package Prime or cigars given to me to try. For that reason... I bought a Dominican bundle to hand out if somebody at work wants to smoke with me. I travel for a living. Good. While the quality is okay, I want something that is better quality but won't break the bank. What cigars do you suggest that are of quality but affordable to hand to people who want to smoke with me? This is more of a question of the day. Listen, I got to deal with the the emails that come in. So some of them become questions and some of them become eligible for prizes. Mm. Yeah, there's not going to win for a prize asking a question. Why would it automatically say, not win? I say it's December, and you give Atabay Black to your friends. Just casual smokers? Yeah, the guy the guy you're going to give a Dominican bundle cigar right. to? I don't think so. <laughs> no, he's got the idea anyway. Um, if you want it to end up, again, they're not. They, you got something like Montosa that's about 100 bucks a box. Uh, it's If you got stuck smoking them, they're very good, and they're not going to break the Cigar of the year. The Maduro cigar yeah. of the year, the the regular Get natural. The natural. Uh, it is a Dominican cigar. It is in a box, but it, it's very reasonably priced. Yeah, about a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's an easy one. And mild enough. Okay, that's Gavin. No chance of a win there. <laughs> <laughs> wow, poor Gavin. Uh, Gotta be Nick, true to ourselves, right? <laughs> what the dicks? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nicholas writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. In reference to the last show, there was a part where Dave said in response to an email that was read about different ideas for winners slash challenge coins that it could not be done for this year because the coins are already made. Yes. With that being said, I'm just wondering how the coins are already made if the winners haven't been voted for, for by the public and if there's still a contenders pack available. There's some confusion in there. There is some confusion. That's why I read it. Mm-hmm. All right, so the ch- the challenge coin is just a coin that's in there, and it says the Cigar Authority on one side and a sponsor on the back side. It has nothing to do with the Cigar of the Year. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. 
Two, two of the coins had previous Cigar of the Year winners, and that was something you tend to give last year's winner the first right of refusal if they want to be on the coin. Both of them asked. Okay. Both of them asked to do it, and I said yes. And the heads up, the third guy, which is Montosa, didn't ask. So it's not Montosa, <laughs> and you see what it is. And it's just whoever asks, that's it. I haven't, I haven't marketed that or tried to, you it's know. It's just a goofy thing we're doing yeah, for the show. Yeah. So, uh, boy, the third one, go ahead. <laughs> it's almost guaranteed. Yeah, almost. Uh, it was a soft week this week for okay. you guys. I vote for number three. Uh, Derek writes through the contact us page, the contender surprise. Cigar Authority team, I have finished smoking both sets of contender packs that I purchased. Both. I like that. Yeah. And two is the answer to do mm, anyway. Once again, this was a great collection of amazing cigars. What I love most about the contender pack is that there is always a surprise in it. Every year I've participated in this, I have never once voted for the cigar that I thought I was going to vote for going Correct. into the contenders pack. That's mm. why we do it. Last year, I thought there was no way I could be convinced to vote for the West Tampa Black until, of course, I smoked the Montosa. I think he means he was going in thinking he was going to vote for the West Tampa Black and then smoke the Montosa. Uh, this year is no different. No spoilers here on what I voted for, but it was not the cigar I thought I was going to. Great selection go. by the team again as well. It was not easy to narrow it down to only one. No, and it's going to be very, very tough for, for us to do it at the end of it for sure. Uh, I'd say we got... In my head, we got three. We wait for everything to come in anyway, but there's going to be three in major contention there uh, is what I think. But we'll see how it goes. Um, Derek wins the prize. Renee in the Facebook group says, melt down the fat to fry steaks. Yeah. Oh. That's really what it is, right? The suet, mm -hmm. it's fatty, yeah. connective, tissue-esque schmuckus. I've never it's even schmuckus. seen it in my life. And really? I, I'm like, okay. They well, you don't go grocery shopping because Market Basket has. Oh, really? People buy it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And they do it for what? Not bird feed. They do it well, for bird feed, but uh, for cooking stuff, adding a little flavor. So once again on the bird feed, if we do that, do you cook it? No. No. Uh, Raw. Yeah. Yeah. It says It here. comes out the same after you melt. It melts, and then it rehardens into the same white, yeah. viscous, Crisco-looking okay. shit. Yeah. Suet is specifically the fat around the kidneys okay. of the cow. Oh, so it probably is high in vitamins. Yeah, you should yeah, don't just... Don't give that to the birds. You cook want your it? steaks in it. Jonathan will just Bring eat it. Bring it in here. We'll cook the steaks right. in it. It'll be here on Monday. <laughs> you promised it was going to be here today. All right, I forgot. Okay, the after show, we are going to dig through uh, Cigar Aficionado's uh, choices, uh, possibilities for their Cigar of the Year, and we're going to pick one to see each one of us uh, who can figure them out. I think I've figured them out over the years. I got all kinds of stats, and we'll go through it on the after show, which will appear Wednesday on thecigarauthority.com, or if you go on MeWe, you find it on Tuesday, right? Tuesday, Correct. yes. We give it to them early. Let's take a peek into the asylum right now from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, 
medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. (laughs) (laughs) The U.S. standard railroad gauge, the distance between the Mm. rails, is 4 feet 8.5 inches. Why? I'm going to get to that. It's all right. So a kid doesn't fall through. That's an exceedingly odd number. Yes. Why is that gauge used? Well, that's because they were uh, they were built originally in England, and English engineers designed the first U.S. railroads. Why did the English build them like that? Because the first rail lines were built by the same people who built the wagon tramways, and that's the gauge they used. Why did they use that gauge? Because the people who built the tramways used the same jigs and tools they had used for building wagons, which is the same wheel spacing that was used going all the way back 2,000 years to the Roman chariots. But the Roman chariots were built in such a way that they were the width of two horses' asses. Ah, yeah. And anybody that built a wagon that was wider or more narrow, <laughs> the wagons would fall apart. So they had to build them to the exact specifications of the of, average horse ass of what the Romans were building because that's the, the roadways and, that were going and through. Bruce said horse's ass before you even did. He knew. He knew. So when you see uh, a space shuttle sitting on its launch pad, there are two big booster rockets attached to the sides of the main fuel tank. These solid rocket boosters, or SRBs, are made by Thickall in their factory in Utah. The engineers who design these have preferred to make them a bit fatter, or would have preferred to make them a bit fatter, but they had to be shipped by train from the factory <laughs> to the launch site. Oh, oh my God. Everything has to fit. So a major space shuttle design feature of arguably the world's most advanced transportation system was determined over 2,000 years ago by the width of a horse's ass. And you thought that being a horse's ass wasn't important? Ancient horse's asses control almost everything. Wow. That is very good. Very good information. I'll use that someday. Yeah. Oh, it's the size of two horse asses. (laughs) Very good, very good. Okay, let's squeeze it in. It's time for the Classic 3-Way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The classic Connecticut is light and smooth. Smooth. The classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars. The most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. America. Classic cigars. Okay, it's December, and Mr. Jonathan is trying very yeah, hard. He's on a roll. He's on a roll because it's December. Every year it's the same thing. I would hardly consider it a roll. It's two in a row. Okay. I lost a- almost every contest all year long. I got two <laughs> in a row. The sun right. shines on a dog's ass some days. All right. What about December a horse's 9th? ass? Right. Horse's ass is where you're supposed to go there. you got to connect the dots here, Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> Uh, today is December 9th, and it is Kurt Douglas's birthday. Kurt, Kurt Douglas, white Kirk man to make me Douglas. moist. No, that's Mike Douglas. <laughs> Kurt Douglas is the father. 
God, uh, American actor. There we go. Right, Kirk, with a K. Kirk, Kirk Douglas. Like the captain. Yes. Except Douglas. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, 1914. 1914, he says. I think you're wrong. I think it of was. Of course, I'm wrong. 1917. Oh, 17 was so close because it was 16. Mr. <laughs> Jonathan will take the point. Wow. I'm good Look at going guys, over by one Yeah, lately. you guys are right in between. And Mr. Jonathan takes the point. Over to you, Ed Sullivan. I have four questions, by the way, and one tiebreaker. All right. Uh, Donny Osmond, American singer and entertainer, was born today. Donny Osmond. Donny Osmond? Donny Osmond. One bad apple, don't spoil the whole bunch, girl. Huh. Uh, 19... Isn't he, didn't he sing on Sunshine Day? He no, might that was, have. That might have been the Brady Bunch. 1954? 54, he says. I think it's 1939. 39. 54, we'll take it. It's 57. Okay, we got a tie here. Now oh. it's getting good. We got two questions <laughs> yeah, it's left. it's getting great. Yeah. Yeah, look at everybody's faces. They're enthralled. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, birthday today is John Malkovich, American actor and producer, was born today. John Malkovich. Was he in the movie being John Malkovich? He was. He was the lead because well, they couldn't who find would anybody. know more about it right. than him? That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Nineteen thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Nineteen fifty-two. Ah. 53. Oh, you almost I, nailed you it. You know, it's Son funny. I was going to say 53, and I thought, I'll go one over if I say that. That's right. Uh, so here we go. One question left. Ed's got two points. Mr. Jonathan has one. Mr. Jonathan needs it. Two points for the win or one point, and you still hold your, your record. The final episode of the television series. Oh, no, I have a tiebreaker. Yeah. So if there's a tie, it goes to oh, a tiebreaker. Oh, that's great. The final episode of the television series Cheers aired today. Concluding an 11 season run. The last episode of Cheers. I have no idea. Really? It seems like it was always around. No, I remember it like it was yesterday. Really? Yeah. And you know the year? I know the year. He knows because he did the research on this one. Yeah. No, I, but I know, I, I know I, it. I don't even know the decade. <laughs> 1992. 92, he says. I have 92 written down. Wow. You both get a point then. Hmm. It's 93. Oh. So you almost nailed it. But Ed Sullivan has three points. He's the new champion. No, he's not. I got a tiebreaker. There's no tie. Oh, he's ahead no by tie. a point. Oh, there we go. Well, what was the tiebreaker? It was Prince Charles and Princess Diana formally announced their separation today. Isn't that when she died? Nope. They got divorced first. Huh. Uh, Let me see. Then she died. Uh, 19, well, she died in 97, so I'm going to say 93. What do you say? Three. 93. Two. <laughs> You're both over. 1992. We're a couple of losers. Atabay, Black, Retoast, the NFT Cigar, $50. Do yourself a favor. If you see one, get one. Mm. Delicious. Yeah. It's really good. I will have one for Christmas Day. I'm doing the same. Mm. Yeah, that's This the, is the Christmas Day cigar. That's the play. Well, Christmas Eve. Mm. We worked all day. We nah, home. there's going to be people there. There's people at my house on Christmas, too. There's, I got less of a chance on Christmas Eve. Really? We make pizzas and hmm. have an Atabay hmm. black Ritos. Uh, I might be coming to your house for Christmas Eve. Pizza? You'll eat pizza? No, no, I'll bring steak and we'll cook steak in the pizza yeah. oven. You could put use some suet. We did that one time. We didn't do suet, but we cooked <laughs> steak in the pizza oven. It was awesome. Yeah. Very high heat. 
Talk about a crust. Yeah. yeah. It's like 900 or something. It's crazy heat. Oh. Crazy heat. You can't even stand in front of it. It's ridiculous. Hmm. Can't take the heat. You get out of the kitchen, right? So that's it for the show this week. Next week, it was down to the wire, but we squeezed it out for this year. It's the Cigar Authority's 23, 2023 Cigar Survey and an extra bonus. I think Mr. Jonathan will uh, not join us for very long, mm. if at all. If at all. Uh, so we'll see. Until then, you have been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you definitely learned something today, which makes you The Cigar Authority. Don't be a sinner. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.